Blind your eyes Steal your tongue Take it when you're over But it locks on you Hello, and welcome back to the Barely Watchables podcast. Actually, scratch that. Today, we will not call it the Barely Watchables podcast. We're going to call it the Highly Watchable Film with Barely Passable Baseball Scenes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because we watched Summer Catch this week. And uh, before we get into our co-host Marty and Joel's comments, we will first introduce our guest this week. And it is uh, a man that is... Well known in the areas of soppy and sloppy, it is cousin Terrence. Terrence, how are you hey, doing? Terrence. Hey, Terrence! Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> happy to be here. Happy to be here. <laughs> now, is this Ter- did Terrence uh, suggest this movie, or did you suggest Absolutely. this movie? Okay, it was Terrence. That did, I want to just make make it clear for our audience <laughs> who to blame. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess we forgot to take our yes. uh, initial shot. But let's do that first, and then we'll cheers. Get to the- Prost. Uh, Terrence, yep. first thought, Summer Catch. Aged beautifully. <laughs> summer Catch or Jessica Biel? <laughs> summer Catch. Jessica Biel, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> I guess my first thought was, swing and a miss! <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah, we can talk about it as it comes through. I mean, I thought the, the writing was very 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 poor the lines are very very poor in this movie but maybe that's why it's so great we'll, we'll see we'll, we'll have to see i think we have a little bit older minds than these two youngins over here so this might have been one of our there's probably some movies in the early 80s that they would watch and probably were like why did you guys like this movie and I, I, maybe that's what it is so maybe it's generational i'll uh i'll say my one word this week is thankful i know you're wondering why i say thankful it's because uh I just came back from Florida, so I decided to watch this on my flight, and I'm thankful that the security airport does not allow knives or box cutters, because I think I would have slipped my wrist on the plane, so I'm going to say thankful. It didn't make you cry on the plane? (laughs) So, this movie, I was going to say this movie starts with, but I think I can go two different ways, and hear me out, which one do you like better? Sure. This movie starts with Freddie Prince Jr. banging Brittany Murphy in front of his friends or, or his sister, his brother, buddy's sister. Or this movie starts with the waterboarding. Which one do you like better? <laughs> I thought that was Golden that was Golden Shower, right? Is that what she was doing? Is that like a fake I, I, I got shower? the same thing. I thought it was like she was fake, like she was peeing on him. Um, Maybe that, I don't know. I think when it does, I'm that, I don't we, know. We can definitely start off either way. <laughs> I mean, I think... One of the characters in this movie that is supposed to be Cape Cod is like this whole idea of Cape Cod being this this privileged folks versus the the people that are just the community people who are working for the privileged folks. <laughs> Landscapers. And and, and like he, he, Freddie <laughs> Prince right off the bat says something about like oh Cape Cod's known for normally lobster and what all the other things that it's known for. But you know I like baseball. I'm thinking 
the only thing I think about when I think of Cape Cod is the Kennedys and Jaws. That's like the only thing. <laughs> and no, that wasn't even Jaws. wasn't even in Cape Cod, but it's like a Cape Cod like town. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of any of that shit. Yeah, I, I, my my first my first note was uh, Freddie Prince Jr. monologue or voiceover. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, yeah, welcome to New England. We're in it. <laughs> I, I personally didn't know about the Cape Cod Baseball League. I had to do some research on it, and I guess it is true it's, that it's you know it's, it's a legit real? league. Like that, that that that's that's a real deal. Where um, anybody who's not, I mean, a lot of these guys were drafted already by different teams, but maybe weren't making it in those teams, and they're still kind of they're college players coming back trying to get a look for by another team. Yeah, Van Lemer got two million from the Dodgers, <laughs> <laughs> and he threw it down. Right, yeah, he's like, oh, he's screw like, this, nah, I'm getting more. I, I get put it all in. Half a mil. Um, can we talk about that opening scene as we start? So, Freddie Prince Jr. is banging his Brittany Murphy, who's like the town whore, I take it. Um, but D- his like, friends Mulligan? are like... Debbie Mulligan? But his friends are like on the sideline watching. That happened at my parties growing up later on. Well, later on in the movie, it happens again where... They bring out the watch that one uh, goofy character uh, Lillard, yeah. And the same thing. All of a sudden, like they show him like with her, but then all of a sudden they look up and there's those yeah, two so, couples sitting so on the I'm side. So pre- I'm pretty sure Dee Dee's Augie's sister, <laughs> because later he's like, "Hey, I'll introduce you to my sister, Dee Dee." <laughs> Wait a minute, one of the guys watching was his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I missed that. Holy shit! That's and everyone gets to wear her underwear, which is just great. And, and he's yeah. just foreign around the whole yeah. movie. Oh yeah, I I said Brittany Murphy's like the ideal crazy summer New England girl. <laughs> yeah, so. definitely. Um, this that was the one most realistic part of the movie I felt was the scenes with Brittany Murphy because that was like exactly how my was like and like the same all the friends would have the same the same the same girl that was like the wild one so everybody you, she went around like all the are friends. Are you saying you banged somebody on a pitcher's mound once? No, it was probably under a table at a friend's house, but <laughs> like, they they couldn't have, like. Pitcher's mounds are uncomfortable. Yes. Like, how do you, I don't know how you sleep on that. <laughs> and he was in cleats. He was in cleats, too. Yeah. He was in full uniform. He's like, I'm going to fall asleep here on this comfortable pitcher's mound. <laughs> well, not, they would try the outfield. Yeah. Well, not only does he somehow manage to fall asleep in a woman's thong, but then he somehow oversleeps, and yet the sun sprinklers and Brittany Murphy whacking him does not wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing about Brittany Murphy uh, with that. Her accent, did you guys find that funny? Because like when she comes back to the house to get her panties, she's like, hey, yous, yous got me underwears. <laughs> it's like, I believe you're uncomfortable because you look, you got my underwears. She said it twice, like, you know. I know. It's, it's just like, so weird. All right, yes, we got your Boston accent. It's horrible. Accents off the wall. <laughs> all of the accents. All, that, no, that's what all, because I don't know what Freddie Prince Jr.'s accent is sometimes. <laughs> you know, even when they have to say the word chowder, which we, everyone knows it's chowder, you yeah. know, that's what the bot, they couldn't even do that. Freddie Prince is like, yeah, why don't you just go have some beers and chowder? <laughs> chowder. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty well. It's awful. It does make Blake Lively's Boston accent in the town sound <laughs> She's like so good. the Kings. It's so good. She's so good. <laughs> did she talk? <laughs> I love her. But uh, did you feel like they could have, so he, Freddie Prince Jr. has his two buddies. I thought this movie came around like three, four years right after Goodwill Hunting. I thought it'd been funny if they would have just cast Casey Affleck and Will Hauser or, or Cole Hauser as uh, the two buddies, right, just yeah, reprise yeah. the roles from <laughs> Goodwill Hunting. Casey Affleck should be in every movie based in New England. Could you think if you just did the whole cast from Goodwill Hunting, the whole cast? 
you know, star, star, um, what's Matt Damon, Matt Damon the, has the pitcher and then kick Affleck as the catcher. Whoa. Uh, we we, we wouldn't be doing this movie, movie right now then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm barely unwatchable. Instead, they went to the male cast of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> she saw that. <laughs> and was this before or after Scooby-Doo? Before. Before, before Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so they, this they were, this like, is when they first started rolling as a comic duo, yeah. um, Lillard yes. and and Prince Jr. Nin- 1999. She's all that. <laughs> first time. So, let's talk about his teammates. Freddie Prince Jr.'s Chathamate teammates. First, I want to talk about Van Lemer. Is he the worst teammate of any of all time, like of movie history? Like he's like the move. Mo- uh, vil- every every team has to have that villain. Right, I yeah. you know, major league, whatever, whatever movie, baseball movie, sport movie. There's that punk, and he he played it well. I thought, I thought he he, he was one of the best parts of the movie. I agree, he was good. I mean, I thought, yeah, I, I mean, I I loved his hair. I thought his hair was great. <laughs> he had, he has a, he has a nice ass. Oh no, that was somebody else that was mentioning that in the movie. We'll get to that later. Well, I'm gonna um, <laughs> I'm gonna throw some names at you, and I want you to tell me if Van Lemer is a better or worse teammate than this right. athlete, Tanya Harding. Van Lemer's better. He's he, he didn't hurt, he didn't physically hurt. I don't think. Even Tanya teams. Harding. <laughs> yes, I guess she only had him. <laughs> Delonte West. Oh no, he Delonte West is worse. He's a better teammate. Better teammate. Are you than saying Delonte a better teammate or just uh, worse? We're, ta- we're talking strictly teammate. Oh yeah, definitely. Because Van Lemer does nothing to help one person Correct. on his team. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't do anything to hurt them either. Well, he almost burns down uh, his... his uh, oh, did you guys find out... His, did you guys his, uh, his find this uh, ironic that his glove, he had like a flame on it, yep. and he ends up like burning down the press box? <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, Foreshadowing. He killed it. I got one more then. Gilbert Arenas. Is Van Lemer a worse teammate than Gilbert Arenas? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right. Um, anybody have any thoughts on any of the other teammates uh, on the channel? So many. Uh, what can we forget about Vilmer? Oh, so Domo, Domo, <laughs> Fez. What yeah, Fez yeah. from seventies show? It's his yeah. first acting. He really. Role. I was not, just kind of surprised how he didn't get. A, he didn't get a lot of. He didn't get a lot of Lines. screen time on here yeah. on this one. You know, well, I mean, it was just besides the fact that he's running away from their the mother of the house. He there. handed vegetables and fruit to the house mother, the lusty <laughs> house mother, <laughs> who likes salad Beverly more than D'Angelo. sex. I guess, yeah. <laughs> there is a reason they didn't show any Wilder Valderrama baseball scenes. It's because he didn't know how to play baseball. They didn't have anything that showed that he was. They were saying that he was throwing off like the wrong foot. He couldn't make a throw <laughs> no, see, from I, second I to first base. He's, he couldn't yeah, swing a bat. It's Wesley, it's Wesley Snipes, but like times a thousand. <laughs> he looks like he can't run. Uh, no, uh, Billy Brubaker. I have like lot, lots of questions and thoughts. Sure. Why is he catching? He's like 6'3", 150 pounds. <laughs> yeah. He's a solid behind the plate, man. He blocks the ball. And then he, so his batting average went from 0 to 106 after his first hit. Yeah. Because we said that that was his first hit. So wouldn't, wouldn't But he's like it? the starting catcher. So how could his first hit bring him up from so, 0 to 106? That is a very good question. Maybe we only saw certain games. Maybe he wasn't the starting catcher. He was just, or maybe uh, he was getting yanked after like the third inning because he, <laughs> he doesn't. Then, have then it he was done. <laughs> short leash, short leash for the catchers. Not a short leash for the pitchers. The pitchers <laughs> no. win all nine innings in this. Every pitcher, <laughs> every single pitcher on Chatham has Tommy John after the season. <laughs> yeah, when Ryan was like, 
yeah, I, I, I'm in the pen from now on. I'm like, what pen? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that Ryan... There's two pitchers, and they pitch nine innings every time. <laughs> Ryan Dunn doesn't have any uh, elbow surgery because of throwing anything curvy or... Because all he throws is fastballs. fastballs. Right? If I, I've... The whole movie was like until the last scene. Well, fast he's throwing, throwing, throwing changeups. His curveball has some depth, but set, I never, sh- I never set, seen set, him throw a curveball. The, in the when, he's, from when he's scrubs. got the no hitter, he starts yeah. throwing changeups. Yeah. Did he? Yes. Yeah. That's we, we all know. Scrubs like curveball got some depth. Yeah, that, that Miles <laughs> is the best player on the team. We, yeah. we all realize that, right? Yeah. Miles, how is Miles not getting contracts? Well, he, the actor, actually was a an athlete in real life. He played four years at Wake Forest. Center field, center field, center field. Okay, he, had, he was guy. jumping over the fence. He caught oh, a bunch okay, of different balls. Yeah, he, yeah. It seems like every time they showed a hit on, on on before, you know, not just one game, but throughout the whole movie, anytime there's a hit, it was him. Right, it wasn't cut. Like there's a lot of cut scenes in this whole movie. Like yeah. Freddie Prinze Jr. They show yeah. him like doing a wind up, and all of a sudden, cut hits the catcher. I think Lillard back. can play some ball. It looked like he had a, at least that one swing that he had in the last game looked like a pretty solid swing. Con- he's did a you contact see him hitter. Yeah. Did you see him run though? No, I didn't see him run. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. It was like I got that. It got better and without a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> so he had. Sh- I love that movie. Yeah. So he had the Fred swing, but the shaggy run. Is that what you're trying <laughs> yeah. to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so who was a better hurler, Jessica Biel or Freddie Prince Jr.? <laughs> Jessica Biel. Biel. I think she can actually throw. Yeah, yeah. She's she's got a she's toned man. Her body is pretty athletic. I, I think she got a better body than Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> I thought Freddie Prince did a decent job though of selling the. I mean, I've seen movies where you can just see the pitching is really off. I mean, I think overall he seemed like he threw all right. Well, they, well, if you notice, I mean, like everything he did, like when he stopped, and then when he what about the pitch was always cut. Yeah. Everything was cut because I was cut. Yeah, I was but, saying, why don't they just if he's that good, why don't you show the whole. Motion. It's less don't. important, and then like making us believe he could be an athlete. And like I'm like, yep. yeah, okay, I see him on a pitching. I'm like, yeah, he looks like a pitcher. But one person that is an athlete, Jessica Biel, diving skills ten out of ten. Oh, yeah. Dude, what yeah. was that line? Um, what did she say about when she first met him? She said something about uh, she was a swimmer too. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she said, um, I mean, I like sports. It's hot. But I'm a and I'm a swimmer though, you know. It's like so I like sports, but it's hot out, and so I'm a swimmer. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so it's hot out, so you can't play any other sports besides Jessica go swimming. Jessica Biel can say whatever the hell she wants. <laughs> I mean, Jessica Biel was Freddie Prince Jr. had Jessica Biel mumbling for the first thirty minutes of this movie. She was not making any coherent statements. I, I actually, I actually wrote on here something like, "It's like, why is Freddie Prince Jr. like not taking these hints from?" She was like. Very aggressive towards him. And he was like, "Why was she chasing him out of a bar?" I know. <laughs> if Jessica Biel, Terrence is like at the bar, do you run away from her if she's like running and at, at you? And at that bar, right away, we, we see the one common theme about this whole movie: it's fat shaming. Like fat shaming was oh, like, hey, come oh, on now. Front, I got some notes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. it starts right off the bat. They start fat shaming him about well, about the chick that he's with. Let's talk how okay. this all starts, all right. or how to, how how does this fat shaming start? I thought that was it, but maybe it starts a little later. There's I know one that, one player. Um, I think it was Miles. What was his, was Ma- it Miles? Ma- 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 Miles is the one who likes the fat, thick chicks. Ma- okay. Miles likes some massive ass of honey. Yes, <laughs> and so like afterwards, they're saying, "Oh, yeah, you hooked up with this girl," and, and Billy was right away starting talking, doing all the fat shaming right off the bat. <laughs> she's, she's, right she's away, fat, like, not with a ph, kid. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, okay, so 
I also wrote like this movie is definitely for you know made for fourteen year old girls, and I thought to myself, <laughs> there's probably like a lot of heavy fourteen year old girls in the audience in this movie theater right now going, "Hey, wait a minute, <laughs> why you keep on calling me fat?" <laughs> What's, like, what's with all these fat jokes? <laughs> there was tons of them. I know. The whole movie was like, it made me uncomfortable. It was yeah. like... B- Billy like compares her to a, like a fucking... Uh, parade float. A parade float. Like, but oh, yeah, like, the strings are... Like, the, the, the tag from the last time. Like, that was, I remember that. Was but like, even Miles, who likes fat girls, keeps yeah. on saying, what can I say? I like fat girls. <laughs> you know, it's like you could say like, I like I like thick girls, or I like a little... You know, char- yeah, you know, I like dude, more, his, more his, little... His monologue at the end, he does. It's great. <laughs> But just it just it did get out of control. Like it's like okay, we got the we got the idea. Got you the all, you guys all think it's funny that he's fucking a fat girl. <laughs> well, he's good at everything else, and so they, they need to bring him down a level. And we also learned that um, that uh, Henley's sister is a bigger fan than she is of uh, the team. She does she does, she does the she's the mascot girl, right? <laughs> the fans hate. The mascot. <laughs> they, she can't do nothing. She's a lobster. She's a clam. They just hate her. So I'm going to throw my quote out right away. So my quote was um, this young girl, she's like trying to be the mascot. She's changing different costumes. And one of the costumes she has was a fish. It was a fish head. And she's not even out there in a the field within 20 seconds. And all of a sudden, some guy stands up and says, Hey, fish girl, take a hike. Beat it. Get out of here. <laughs> it's like... This little girl. 11-year-old girl is getting abused by fans. And where, where did she get the baseball cards? <laughs> the guys. Especially since this is their first season, most of them even there. You know? She's, they, like, they dry, away. she's like dry stitching to her dad about her sister <laughs> hanging out with the fisher. She's like, it's the sweet-looking <laughs> southpaw. I'm like, what? Who talks like that? An ESPN, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> um... Also, you were talking about um, Tenley's uh, infatuation with Freddie Prinze's character right away. Um, she had the worst lines. She had some of the... I told you the one that I just said, but another one was that, that same... I think it was right away that same thing. My professor said that the greatest tool for an architect is your eyes. You have beautiful eyes. <laughs> what the fuck? Who writes this shit? Like... Can you, Terrence, tell him the background about who this director is, real quick. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a producer for ESPN. He uh, he produced the MJ doc, The Last Stand, and then he's like a like one of the forefathers of Thirty for Thirty, I guess. So, oh, so really? he he's definitely more of a sports guy, not as much of a a, a, a pickup line a romantic. guy. Romantic. Okay, I mean, if Jessica Biel like she says that like they're hooking up like forty five seconds later. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, some of these lions are so great. So, let's get into the chat. I, I mean, there's a lot of minor characters in this movie. There's the brother. There's his dad. There's Tenley's dad. There's just I don't know if you want to talk about each character, oh, but I really want to get into the the baseball scenes. More specifically, his first start. They rail on him for having a bad first start. Now I'm gonna throw you these his stats here: nine innings pitched, five runs, six hits, three walks, eight Ks. I'll That's take- a phenomenal start, <laughs> and he's being railed. Eight runs? Like, no, six, six, I think. Five runs. Five, five runs. runs. Five runs, at least five, four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hits, five man. runs is not, I mean, that's not nothing to be a brag about, the five runs. In nine innings, else. though? Nine, yeah. If you, if you take well, him out in the fifth Matthew Little would hit the fucking ball. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then, here, here's the other thing, though. When did fucking Kevin Euclid play 
in the Cape League. I know. That <laughs> dude that he was, like, throwing inside to was legit yeah. looked like Kevin Euclid. It was. That's Kevin because Euclid. it was okay, Kevin Euclid. It was Kevin Euclid. He was playing was in the Cape League. He was playing in the Cape League. That They had those, play, like, the Cape League players that summer filmed that movie then once the season was over, and he was playing. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So besides a couple of those actors, they had the rest of them were all Cape League guys. So all the Cape League players had to go to an acting school where all the actors had to go to how to learn how to play <laughs> baseball to make this movie. Somehow I think those players probably could have been better, act- better actors than some of the ones that were going at. <laughs> well, they didn't even use many of them at all besides just being, like, sitting there. I mean, how many of the players did you actually see playing baseball very Apparently just all, Kevin right? Euclid. <laughs> but... Freddie Prince Jr., like, they make him out to be this hothead, basically Manny Parr on steroids. But if you just take him out in the fifth or sixth inning like a normal starter, he's got – every time he has a quality start. He implodes when the lineup goes to a third time. Or so, fourth or fifth. Or fifth. <laughs> Brian Dennehy, all-time Terrible. very coach. <laughs> well, it's like he has, he's like he, he'd rather he, – it looks like he could pitch good stuff all the time as far as, like, hitting the corners and hitting everything – but decides that he just wants to blow blow by people instead. That's his that's his go to when things get rough, which yeah. I, it makes absolutely no sense. That's, at all. that's the thing. He's like, "What's my game?" And then his brother outlines perfectly, like, "Hey, Hit you're like corners. you're Greg Maddox, apparently." <laughs> but <laughs> you want to be Randy but Johnson? He, he only throws like ninety two. Yeah, and he's like, um, "Not many people throw faster than you." I was like, "Bullshit!" How did he jump from ninety two ninety six? Then all of a sudden, like just. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel gives such great head that he, lo- he, he loves her. I'll try to throw 96. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Callahan Sr., not a good strategist, but a great talker on the Tommy mound. Tommy boy! He, uh, he got some great inspirational speeches on those mound visits. Get your shit together. All right. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Thanks, coach. <laughs> Comes in there, he's like, what are we doing? <laughs> Matthew Lillard is more of a coach than Tommy Callahan Sr. is. Yes. <laughs> he, he, he's the lightning rod of that team. <laughs> and he's almost quits. Yeah. Tries. After. Because it, it was shitty surf in uh, Cape Cod. <laughs> is there a more inconvenient bus luggage than a surfboard? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where would they have been on a bus, below or on top? I guess you had it. Well, that, was, that says he's from California, right? That's like the, that's first, that's like the first thing his character says in the movie. He's yeah. like, how's the surf? I'm like, in in Cape Cod. Yeah. <laughs> like, where, where are we? You might get like six inch waves. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> well, maybe the director was just like, How, "We got to make this guy look like he's from California." Grab a surfboard. All right, perfect. <laughs> All right, we. I said we wouldn't talk about these minor characters a lot, but there is one character I want to talk about, and it's it, and she's a major character, Tenley, and. I want to talk specifically about the name Tenley. It's almost like they're like, we want to make sure the audience knows this girl is rich. How can we make this girl rich? Give her the most proper English name of all time. For sure. And they picked Tenley. Did anybody else get bothered by that name? I was not bothered by it. But I wasn't bothered by it. I mean, it's not my first choice. I wasn't but thinking her, about her name most of the time. I was looking at her. Her dad's name is Rand. Again, Jessica Biel <laughs> so. call whatever she wants. <laughs> Who's what? the pair... Uh, Parish, the Parish. So her name yeah. was Tenley. What was her sister's name? Her last name, name was Parish, which is another famous too, right? name. I have used no idea what her sister's name was. Katie, she had a goofy name Katie, too. Katie. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought it was someone at H. Her dad's name is Rand. <laughs> yes, Rand. What other '80s movie used the Parish as the last name? The rich, a uh, rich. Parish? It was uh, the Jungle. Uh, 
Jumanji. Jumanji, okay. The okay. Parish, Parish family. family. Okay. I knew that was the right. joke <laughs> one way over their heads. She's a, <laughs> so she's like supposed to be an, an investor? They don't really she's, she's make it. She's trying to be an architect, a, I thought. Yeah, no, she wants to be, but she's going to go work at like an, an investment, investment firm investment firm <laughs> in San Francisco. I feel like San Francisco would be a great place for architecture. Yeah. I thought that would be better if instead of the Philly... Uh, um, holy cow, the, the guy who was looking at, looking at him from the Phillies there. Yep. They should have had a guy from the Giants. I mean, come on. That would have been just perfect. We could have wrapped it all up. He gets the contract in New York, in San Francisco. Everything works out for everybody. No, you, well, you, you don't want to believe that the relationship's going to last. <laughs> well, let's get into that because I'm usually a cynic with sequels like they never last. Mm-hmm. I think this will work out because he's got a stable job. The money will come flowing after like two, three years. She's. You think he's got a stable job? He will. Hell no. He's pitching no. in the majors. What do you mean? He'll be done. He'll be done within half a year. I love. Yeah, I love. I thought. I thought. I thought, that, I thought that was a perfect ending. To the movie. We don't have to go that far. Yeah, I was gonna say they showed at the end. He gets rocked. The he first gets rocked. Pitch. The first home. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's Ken Griffey Jr. Though obviously he's gonna get give up a home run. That'd be way. <laughs> I thought that was realistic that he gave up a home run. Like a, a rookie reliever, obviously Griffey's taking him yard. That's the most realistic part of the movie. But even if. He's an unsuccessful relief pitcher in the majors. At the minimum, he's making 500k. That's true. And but, but in 2001, 250k. That's still a lot of money. How often did you have you heard of um, any guys playing baseball, whether it's minor league, major league? I don't care from high school to minor league to whatever. About the bat issue, that it's it's all the wood bats. It's, it's the biggest issue that they, they had to deal with batting. Has that ever been an issue what? to anybody? What? What's the difference between swinging a wood bat and a and a aluminum bat? Probably get more pop with the aluminum yes. one. He couldn't even hit the ball though. <laughs> so yeah. like, what's the what's the difference? Make it more pop. Was, why, <laughs> why do you think God invented aluminum? Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that too. Is like he's blaming a bat that it's like uh, you're not even making contact. <laughs> you could I you weren't hitting it as hard, but it's like you could go up to a caveman club and not. So how hit the how ball. old are, how old is Ryan supposed to be? I'm going to say 21, 22. Because he's, like, he said he already went to college for a little bit. He went to JUCO. So he's got to be, like, a senior. Well, obviously, they're all of drinking age, right? Because every yeah. scene has a guy with a beer in it or some one of these guys with beers in it. Yeah, they're always at the Oasis. Yeah. <laughs> now, does his brother own the Oasis or is he just managing it? Oh. What's the deal here? What's the deal with his brother? I know almost Because I felt like he's been brother. shaming his parent, his, his dad and his brother. Like, yeah, they're just locals, but his dad's running a real successful business. His brother looks like he might even own that o- the Oasis, which is always packed. Always. <laughs> right? Especially in the summer. <laughs> so, like, he should be proud of these. I mean, that's, that's like, hey, I can always fall and I can always run the bar with my brother. I can always help take over the business. He's the got brother, a backup plan. The brother is the angry character. <laughs> Every movie has that. Ang- he's always angry. Yeah, he's that movie. guy from Iron Eagle. So, oh, so is Ryan. Brady Pinstreet is also <laughs> always angry. Him? <laughs> And his brother his and his dad. Yeah. Those three. The Duns are they're just like, mad. I do want to talk about it's, Freddy. It, it's Freddy. almost like, well, at one point, the dad is like being a bitch to him, but then all of a sudden he's like, tries to be nice. Then all of a sudden, Freddie Prince Jr. is the bitch to him. Yeah. You know, it's like this whole, they have a threesome going around, but none of them can like. Well, I had a really hard time. I don't know if you guys had this problem. I had a really hard time figuring out what Freddie Prince Jr. real, real emotion was because every facial expression he had was used the same for everything. So if he was sad, he had this like look of like he was confused. And then when he was mad, he had the same confused look. And then when he was happy with his girl, he had the same confused look on his face. So I, I couldn't even figure out what his feelings were. Well, I'll tell you what, Joel, that look 
is what made him. That 14-year-old girls <laughs> drooled on a big eye, puppy, sad look. Puppy dog look. Is that what it was? Yes. Puppy um, yes. Emotions are hard to, <laughs> hard to understand sometimes. <laughs> he has the someone just killed my dog look. God, I want And the girls love no, it. The, the only part that it really bothered me was when Jessica Biel said that he had really nice eyes. Yeah. And then he was like, these eyes <laughs> and she's like oh no 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 never then, mind never mind and then and then billy you know it, you know right after that scene he's, he kind of brings him back down to you know oh so you mow her lawn now let now you're trying to mow her lawn billy man he yeah. pulled it and off. um he pulled it off speaking of that mowing a <laughs> lawn I wrote on here, landscapers are really getting a bad rap in this movie. <laughs> I said, landscaping work, landscaping work is the lowest form of any job, according to this movie. Is this the first movie where a landscaper got blackmailed? <laughs> <laughs> I just, it was just like, he's a landscaper. It's like, oh the, the, la- the landscaping shaming is just <laughs> unreal. What was worse, the landscaping shame or the fat shaming? Well, I'm thinking, that, I'm thinking of that fat 14-year-old girl at the movie theater where her dad owns a landscaping business. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? I can't get a break. That sounds so bad because she probably killed herself after the movie. But then there's another, there's the other end of the spectrum where there's the Chris Hunts that are at the movie theater saying, yes, fuck those landscapers, <laughs> fuck those fat girls. Well, that was the boyfriend yes <laughs> <laughs> there's the rich preppy kids i wish they would have done like um, a backstory on this whole like yeah they, they're just like yeah you know no he's just like this old boyfriend i was like he likes to go he likes to go with my dad <laughs> that sounds was like, it sounds like they were engaged like, even she almost, yeah. almost sounds like they were engaged yeah they kind of like blew over that whole like what i wasn't what ready so, so you're ready for ryan who yeah, doesn't know uh-huh. a fucking his asshole from his <laughs> right hand who has no plan after baseball and Everly will probably fail. I said he's going to be successful, but I meant, like, <laughs> at least, like, initially. He got to the majors. That's a success. But there's no, there's no plan after is what I'm, I guess, with Ryan. So, but she's all in on Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, yeah. She's ready to risk he, it all. He, yeah, he's just a From important. the get-go. He's just going to be an alcoholic. In well, his, maybe she saw something in his, in his baseball skills that she thought he was, he was going to be a, you know, a sugar daddy. For her, her and Dr. Cox. Did we talk about how Dr. Cox is the head scout of the Philadelphia Phillies? Yeah, it's great. He was, he was, he was great. Good fast, oh, yeah. good fastball, curveball. Shows some I also depth. wrote that down. And there best a lot. of all, he's a lefty. He's a lefty. There's a lot of famous scouts in this movie. Hank Aaron. You see him? Hank Aaron and uh, you guys are too young, but there's Dickie Allen. Dick Allen, he was a famous first baseman for the Philadelphia Phillies. He was also one of he was uh, one of the black uh, guys with the hat. He had a hat next up once in a while. That was yep. Dick Allen, who's a famous first baseman. Oh, is he the guy who was like, I don't see it. I don't it. see it. Yeah. And then left. Yeah. Okay. Kind of bigger dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so was there anybody that was, it could be baseball player, non-baseball player, that was like, all right, this wasn't, this character wasn't believable. Like, this person wouldn't pass as that. Like, Jessica Biel wouldn't pass as the an coach. architect. Brian coach. Jenna, he's, he's not a coach. Yeah, he looks like a brake pad salesman. <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> like, walk away. <laughs> Was the pitcher, was that guy a real baseball player? The, the okay. closer? Who slept the whole time? Oh. oh, I don't even know. 
Why? Why would you say that? Because I mean, I just I was trying to figure out why they even had him. Like, why that is was it an important part? Like, I guess maybe so they just so, had the ending. Yeah, so, so you come in. They so come, come, come at the in. ending. Which he sleeps all the Don't spoil it. Okay, sorry. I apologize. Well, I brought up the question about who was believable because Van Lemer, Wilmer Valderrama, to me was the most like this player would not. It just yeah, didn't pass. Did pass. Rosie O'Donnell playing shortstop in a league of their own was more plausible than Wilmer Valderrama playing second base. I don't know. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Can we talk about that? No, Rosie O'Donnell no, 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 no. scooping up grounders. Yeah, I was like, I, out of all the people that we we, we get to know, uh, Domo is the one that it, it, he doesn't really. Well, I mean, Billy Brubaker as a catcher makes no sense either. <laughs> I, I have to argue with your Rosie O'Donnell <laughs> statement because I used to watch my mom play a lot of softball and uh, her whole team looked like Rosie O'Donnell. So I don't, I don't know. I think maybe they're better ball players than you think. <laughs> Send those comments to Joel. <laughs> I do not agree with that. So we talk like, the catcher and the the second baseman like they they wouldn't pass. The first baseman, too, was in the over 40 league. Yeah, I don't even know who the first baseman was. I don't know if you caught a glimpse of him, but he had a beer belly. He had a... Yeah, he was kind of a bigger dude. Yeah. Miles in center looked like he, he, he could be a center fielder. Van Lemer looked like a pitcher. Um, I think overall, the Brother Prince Jr. looked good as long as he wasn't throwing. I had the less problem. Like, there's a lot of movies that you watch that are just awful. I mean, good movies, but um, Angels in the Outfield, whatever <laughs> it is. And the baseball is really, 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 really bad. Dur- I thought overall, or, or I thought overall, this game, this baseball was was not bad. That wasn't the worst part of the movie. What you know, that was actually pretty realistic. Yeah, they they did a good job of not like showing a lot of baseball. Yeah, yeah. like because me watching Tim Robbins throw a baseball in Bull Durham like, <laughs> was awful. Constantly, <laughs> is like it hurts. <laughs> Michael J. Fox only going to the right side for a layup in Team Wolf. <laughs> he can't go left. Just make him go left. It makes me so mad watching that movie. <laughs> All right. I have one question for this podcast today. What does Beverly D'Angelo do with those grapes? <laughs> um, She's popping stuff out into that little... I, I said there was a... There was a right. You see that basket at the end of the, the thing? I know she was saying, pass it to me. I have a feeling that she squirts those out into the basket. Well, the grapes, I think, were out of her bunghole. I think the cucumber, <laughs> though, was a her vajiji. So. All I know is it's a salad it's eventually. That's just a guess. It's a mouth. mouth <laughs> All I know is that eventually it's a salad for Billy. <laughs> yeah, so... so um, do, First of all, do everybody just go to uh, random houses to eat lunch every day? They no, just no, go to the, that, no, no. That, they're, um, so, and these, this is true, this is true, yeah. at these, like, uh, lower levels, like these Cape Cod. People, like, they sponsor. Have house, house, yeah, house. Yeah, sponsor. So they're called house mothers. Yeah. But yeah. she was not even his house mother, and he was no, over there eating. he was there sleeping eating. there. He was sleeping over at Freddie Prince Jr.'s for, house for a while. About? But that's only Gilmer? Yeah. No, we're talking about Billy. We're talking about Matthew Lillard. Is, why is he going to eat salads oh, oh, at her oh, house oh, when okay. he's not I the house? We're talking about uh, Fez. Yeah, eventually he's like, oh, I was just over there and I had a cucumber salad. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what the hell are you doing over, over there anyways? I don't What's know. Going on? Yeah, that I don't know about. So, um, was she sleeping with the... The players also? Yeah, she was okay. with all the yeah, players. Yeah. I think that's... They don't ever talk about it. They talk more about the salad than they talk about... But they, they're giving Domo's big props. Cause, oh, for like, sure. He, he got he, he got it in. It was nice that Fez finally screwed Mrs. Griswold. It was nice that that finally <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Griswold. <laughs> she, there was such a ripoff of 
the Bull Durham. No, I, I was gonna. <laughs> I, was, I was. I was gonna say is, is, is like her and Susan Sarandon. Like, is that like a book club or like? <laughs> that's the natural evolution she, of she Susan Sarandon. Susan character. Sarandon with the yeah. cucumbers. Yeah. So I, I don't know about you, Marty, but I was shocked that half these actors and actresses agreed to be in this movie when they saw the script. Star making. You know, like it, I mean, it was like there was a lot of big actors and actresses in this movie. Yeah. And I was I was very shocked. I'm just star making movie. <laughs> Kirk Gowdy was the announcer. Does I don't know he's a that famous? Is. Oh, he's a famous, famous, famous uh, from the back of the day, wide world of sports. He okay, all that. I was gonna yeah. say the 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 announcer was good. Yeah. yeah, but like, is is Fez in like Yo Mama and that '70s show without this movie? Maybe not. Is Miles not. in Bones if it's not for this movie? I don't know. <laughs> So, Since you mentioned yeah. Miles, I have to have one more mention. <laughs> Miles is my favorite character in this movie. He's great. So we think he just likes fat girls and stuff. And then we find out <clears throat> he has this really weird, this whole part of the movie that I have no understanding of where he starts talking about guys' bubble butts and Ryan's got a great ass. Yeah, I, and so what the first, hell is that all about? So when now, it first came up, maybe I just thought... Maybe he's not... No, when he first said that, my first thing was, okay, they're going to bring a gay character into the, you know, base like sports, you know how that is, like, the guy who's hiding, you know, blah, yeah. blah, and it's 2000. And all of a sudden it was like, nope. no, it came up, like, that was it, he just likes guys' asses, and I was like, okay. I just think, I was just a good judge of him, because I'm in the outfield. Yeah, I, I And did, do I, other baseball players think the same way yeah, in I, real life? I didn't find that weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just thought they should have done something with that character. Like, <laughs> I was like, I, I was in high school with legs. Like not too long ago, that's like the le- least weird thing that happens in a locker room. So. I mean, Freddie Prinze does show his bare ass in the first practice, so obviously Miles is going to compliment it, right? <laughs> we get to see Freddie Miles Prince and Lillard. Pooper. Pooper. Wasn't maybe, actually maybe uh, a director. Here's here's my thought. No, I just thought it's now. Maybe the director was going to go that way, like, hey, let's bring up Miles. He'll be that, you know, closeted gay, you know, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, like, the poopers start talking. He's like, cut, cut, wait. Now, let you be attracted to fat chicks. <laughs> Forget the gay stuff. You're attracted to fat chicks. And go. <laughs> Once Matthew Lillard starts calling asses poopers, he's like, cut, done. Let's stick with the fat chick stuff instead. It's like he had a poll. But he only pulled like frat guys, and they're like, "What's funnier, gay jokes or fat jokes?" And they're just like, "Fat jokes." Yeah. All right. So there are two specific scenes I want to talk about. There's the pool scene, and then there's the July Fourth baseball scene against which, which, the highest. Which, which pool scene? The second one, I hope. That's one of the the, the rain. The, the rain, rain one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which one would you like to talk about first? Because I have a few questions for each. Um. I know you don't want to talk about the first women's scene, but I do want to say that was a direct steal from Fast Times at Richmond High. It was like kind of, a, you know, that was kind of a steal that it's way. An, but it's an homage. Okay, I'll give it that. I'll, let's talk about the second pool scene. Anyone else want, want to start? I love the t-shirt. It's like a half t-shirt. I just feel like Jessica Biel with her. She got those broad shoulders, that half t-shirt. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> is perfect. The, is this the combine? Like, doing her measurables? How is this not... Uh, Day uh, two. You know, how is this not a, a getting naked scene? Like, everybody getting naked, jumping in the water. Because they wanted to keep it PG-13, I imagine. Because they Keep knew, those 13-year-old girls there. They knew the dad. But you can, like, not... Sh- you could, like... Well, like, actually, when she was wet, to show I mean, it, but like, I know myself it. noticed it. You know, it's like you gotta go skinny dipping in that scene. That's like it's raining. Parents are gonna say it's raining. 
this is the time you go skinny dipping with the with the guy. But then they had like, to change the rating, and I think that was. You don't have to show that. everything. You can just yeah, you can, Rand, you can get around. Rand was a real cock block, though. Yeah, it was man. Real light sleeper. Yeah. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> like, Chris, think, is that you? <laughs> do you think he actually called the cops? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 he did. Let's, oh, okay. Let's, let's, let's make out a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> he can't see your truck in the driveway. Like, you're fine. What's your take on that scene here? My whole take was just they really want to push that these two like each other. And it's mainly the makeout scene. They just like you said, there's like there's it's such an intimate moment in the pool and they're like, "No, no, no, scratch that. Let's have them do this awkward kiss in a in a car." That's that's to me it felt a little like all right. Or that felt like a misstep in my opinion. Yeah. They had like what Joel was saying. They had such a like a iconic scene and they just like, nope. This guy is <laughs> like, not ready to direct. Like, I, I don't think was this his first romantic com. I'm guessing. I'm, <laughs> you know, like I'm think, assuming he didn't he have was, many like, after this. I think, he, I think he had some ideas for some like really great sports movies, and then he's like, ah, oh, let's do a romantic comedy instead, and then wasn't wasn't all ready for it. So, but even in that scene with the kissing in the car, again, she's the more aggressive one. Yeah, in this whole the time. I mean, like, why um, can't I find girls sexy like? Um, connection that you're trying to make is like yeah. she's like that's very very that's not fine girls like that in high school ever no, not, I, I was i was like crazy. always having to try to get stuff <laughs> no that's what we're talking about this writer director that hasn't done any like movies rom-coms he's in his he's in he's like the writers are in the room and he comes in big hedge you know head head honcho and he's like get this <laughs> The girl chases <laughs> the, the guy. guy. <laughs> all the guys, all the guys, which yeah. is all guys around. Yeah, yeah. Start clapping. Yeah. Start clapping. Yeah. That's, you that's could tell the there was not one is. woman on on set at all in any of these movies. You know, so, besides the, the actresses, there was not one woman on set. So this guy only directed one other movie, like full length movie, not documentary. Two years later, Radio. <laughs> that's ah. a good. That's a good movie. See, I like that one. But he was not ready for the romantic stuff. Rom coms based around movies or like around sports don't work. <laughs> Normally Ever. they don't work. I would agree. Fever pitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, let's get into this. What are some others? So now I'm, I'm curious. This might be the best then if you're saying that. Sports uh, rom com. Sports no. rom com. Well, I'm not a big rom com. So Bull, Bull Durham's the best, I think. Yeah. Would you think that was a rom com? Bull Durham. Yeah. Enough. I mean, like you get enough Susan Sarandon with. Um, what uh? Tim what what uh? Kevin Costner. I mean, I don't know what what you guys all consider sports, but would Footloose come? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Professional dancing. Terrence no. has family members that professionally dance. <laughs> okay, this is close. This, uh, <laughs> I was looking at this website and it had some good good suggestions, and then out of nowhere, the movie Forty Two is on this list. I don't remember the Jackie Robinson <laughs> movie being a rom com. <laughs> oh, Chadwick. Yeah, R.I.P. Chadwick. Karate Kid? The Karate Kid. Oh, okay. I suppose. Bring yeah. It On was an issue. Bring It On, cheerleading ch- rom-com. Jerry Maguire. <clears throat> How about Love and Basketball? That's on here. That's great. That, um, that, yeah. that, that might be the best. That's yeah. a good one. Bend It Like Beckham. Varsity Blues. Even, uh, oh, hell yeah. even what's the one with, with Ray Allen? He, oh, got, he game. got Game. Even yeah. that's kind of a rom I mean, I know it's got other things going on, but that that's was too much rom-com. calm, though. The, three, the threesome. <laughs> There's not calm. Not a lot of calm in there. That's true. There's a lot of rom, but no calm. <laughs> so everything's going good for Freddie Prince, oh. and then he hits a little rough patch, and then he has his bad game on July Fourth against Hyannis. But and he gets benched for this one bad start. But if you look at the scoreboard, he was scoreless through five innings. 
He had two Again, hits. whose fault is it? The coach's fault. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's not, it's not anyone's fault but the coach. They're making it seem like Freddie Prince Jr. had this meltdown. He threw five scoreless innings against yeah. the best hitting They're team like, in baseball. Sure, yeah. sure, he probably walked Sounds a like they guys. just don't understand their players. You know, this guy always breaks down. He, you need to take him out early. This guy's probably got like a 4.3 ERA, and the coach is like benched. Yeah. <laughs> To depend, <laughs> <laughs> or he just won't see playing time apparently. Well, you know, the, one of the big themes here is that you know his name is is done, and it's like he's always done. He's never like wants to continue on and and go for it. He just he gets pissed off, and then he just tries to throw it all. And I think Henley really <clears throat> says something that that changes his. Perspective. Are you an English major? If you want big rewards, you got to take big risks. Got it. Got it. You know, you have to. And I thought right away, that's what he keeps on doing. He keeps on getting smacked. <laughs> you know, like, stop taking big risks. Just pitch, oh, pitch outside, dude. Don't, yeah. You don't need to throw was, it right down the plate, dude. I was like, is the big risk like the, the fastball up and in? There's a lot of messages <laughs> because... in here that seem to be like getting away from me. I don't know. Well, we do know what the big risk is. It's leaving... A no hitter with two outs to go. <laughs> so let's just get I into almost it. lost it's in that plane. I was just like, <laughs> let's get into on. it. I love her. <laughs> God. Not, Again, Brian Day, the coach is like, "Yep, go ahead." <laughs> it's like, he's, he's like, he's like the worst. What, he's like, coach what, what's ever. going on? What's going on here? I love her. I love her. All right, <laughs> I know. Go out of plane and go for catcher. I thought you All were right. gonna. I mean, I I have no problem you jumping right to the end, but I thought for sure you'd quote the whole fat shaming poem by <laughs> by about Marjor- Marjorie uh, by Go by Miles. No, no, I'm just kidding. I, I actually had it up earlier because <laughs> that's my that's that's my favorite quote of the movie. Well, we might as well go. I, I did my quote already. So. Um, I Terrence don't, can do. This. I don't want to. I don't want like the ending, especially is my favorite part. Well, yeah, let's talk about let's it. Talk about, let's talk yeah. about it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you, Jessica Biel, would you give up? A no hitter for Jessica Biel. Yes, that's the one thing I would do because <laughs> without a if doubt, I had, if I had a chance for Jessica yes. Biel, yes, for sure. Like, this is, is the it... stupidest argument yeah. of all time. <laughs> Who wouldn't do that? <laughs> yes, a no hitter. What he K-Con said was completely yeah, yes. K-Con, yeah, of course. Who the fuck but he could have had both. <laughs> he did get both, <laughs> but he ended up getting both. Yeah. No, he did. He got the no hitter. Yeah, that no, closer came in. Yeah, closer when a closer comes in, you don't get the no hitter. It's a team no hitter. Same thing. Right. Well, that's not the same thing. No, no, no. Yeah, it's not the same thing. But the but obviously he sold himself enough to the scout that (laughs) it didn't matter, right? So now he did get both. He got the contract and he got the girl. Here's my take. How about this? Hey, Tenley, stick around after this no hitter. You know, we're going to live together. All right. All right. Sounds good. Bye. It's like, like, why could you do that? Like, She's like right there. Well, she clearly doesn't understand the rules of baseball. So <laughs> she's, if you had just said, there's a nine right there. You had just said, told her, like, hold on. Once Obviously, her, her sister knew all the rules. She's like, "Don't we can't talk about the no hitter." We can't. So no, she could like, be like, like, "Hey, you, you might want to just like stick around." Hey, Why did the sister help her out? Well, the sister really doesn't want her to end up with Ryan Dunn because she is the one that rats him out to the dad. She really isn't no help. She just, she's just the number one team fan. She, I think. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Conspiracy theory. She thinks mm-hmm. Jessica Biel's bad for Ryan Dunn's baseball. Career. She wants them. Yeah, I like to that. Split one. because she wants the. She I cares about the Chatham Ace so much. She wants them split. Hey, I don't think the stats back that up. <laughs> Well, I mean, Freddie Prince Jr., with or without, Jessica Biel is throwing five scoreless innings every game. That's true. The sixth inning is 
that, that's where we get in trouble. No, this this was this was in two thousand one. Yep. So, I mean, coaches still smoked on the benches even in the in those leagues in two thousand. Uh, I don't think so. Not in two thousand one. That, that was pretty unbelievable. They're Sorry, definitely I doing. To, I mean, I didn't mean to get way off from the. They're definitely doing. All of a sudden, I just flashed my brain like. It's definitely did true. that happen then? It's definitely two on the on the. Yeah, side but notes. he like put out a cigarette <laughs> when he went out to go talk to him. Like, what's going on here? Yeah, I mean, Ryan Dunn's friends are in the outfield drinking cases of beer and cooler. So I guess that's realistic. That's, that, that, that's, that not, that's all right. games, yeah. On the field, so, um, they were on the field of play, by the way. Yeah, and they were like right there. Two thousand one, big, big like year for sports movies that also involve like players smoking on the field. <clears throat> Who's that? With the replacements. Oh yes, Nigel Gruff. Yes, that's nice. <laughs> two thousand one was big for sports in general. I mean, that was. Yeah. Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, uh, record home run. Female uh, girlfriend. Yeah, she was got a Jessica Biel body ish. I was I was gonna say I was like I feel like if they like switch movies, (laughs) you wouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, she was she had a great body. I don't know who she was, but well, we also learned that the last game. (laughs) Can we do a podcast? I just like. We also learned at the last game that the fans, canceled. the fans, <laughs> finally uh, were accepting of the newest uh, mascot, <laughs> Barnacle Barb. <laughs> After the, fish, the drunken was, swearing fisherman, I like the clam the best. Clam. <laughs> <laughs> she could have came out of the crab out of it. No, that's, that's like, enough. Didn't didn't, didn't that girl give me clams once? <laughs> it was crabs. Crabs. It was crabs. Oh, it was his sister too. Did you see it? To D- he said to Dee Dee Baker, give me. <laughs> so he's asking the guys, it "Did your sister give me crabs? 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 I totally did not get that. That was his sister. I definitely wrote that down if I would have known that." <laughs> DD. Right, Why please. did they accept Barnacle Barb? I felt like that was the lamest of all the mascots. <laughs> of course. Because re- he was a drunken. They really like their shellfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, matey, I'm a drunken whatever. They're like, have you never <laughs> seen like, the perfect Yay! storm? <laughs> Yay, drunk guy. <laughs> what would have been a good mascot for the Chatamaze? Chatamaze? I have no idea. That would be great. Um, it's, it's just like. Oakland, like they, like I don't know what the yeah, what, what, what even is the Oakland? Yeah, was yeah, I don't know, but I think, I think it's I think it's better that way. Yeah. So you're saying that this girl ruined the Chatham A's? I think they should just had. I think she Dee Dee should have been the mascot. <laughs> her ass is just like, hanging out everywhere. The A's pouring a bottle between her legs, pouring <laughs> beers. She poured beers in a stand so people through her legs. Stopper, Stopper the elephant. elephant. Yeah. Yeah. See, oh, like, oh, like, like, there's a whole backstory right. about that. That's with, right. I do remember when the Giants owner called that's the funny. Oakland A's a circus yeah. franchise. Oh. Yeah. I like Dee Dee the whore as the mascot better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Dee Dee the Dits? I don't know. I don't know in 2001 if that gets, if that gets passed. Beer here? Who wants your beer? Where's my underwears? <laughs> I, have, I, have the, I have the Miles monologue whenever we're ready. I'm ready for it. <clears throat> this is Miles to uh, his, 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 his heavy no. love interest. Oh, I, I have the one. Um, where he's talking to the bar. The okay, sure, about, sure. Please, 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 please. Let's yeah, do both. Yeah, Let's do, do both. both. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm tired of living a lie. I needed to be known that I like a big girl. In fact, a large, zaftig, voluptuous, full-figured, big-boned, massive, assive honey. That is what gets me going. 
I like fat women and they like me. Big girls need love too, baby. <laughs> and then we clap. Yeah! Good job, Miles. You just, just shamed your chick. He, she's sitting in the back. I'm like, fuck you, man. Yeah. He's like, I hate this place. <laughs> I, hate this. I hate this town. This place is no oasis at all. <laughs> a broken island so who's got the other one i don't have the other oh my have... god the dvd release has 12 minutes of deleted scenes <laughs> <laughs> i don't have the poem so we can't we can't Ooh. read the poem and we'll find it. if we find it we'll say it but we can move on so anybody, i i'm all tapped out on things to talk about this movie does anybody else have any uh any points before we get into segments well we all here. we know the truth is that anybody who has sex in this movie plays better baseball the next day that's guaranteed. So I thought that was one common theme we found out. Um, sex does make you better. Yep, spot the lie. Yep, for sure. And besides that, seventy-five thousand dollars signing bonus. Really? That's. I mean, that is that. Is that a normal signing bonus? Yeah, if you're not like a first-round pick, your signing bonus is like usually like fifty to hundred k. Okay, I, I thought so. He I was thought, smart. To, his dad fir- was smart to, to to negotiate to seventy-five. It, it's the first rounders that get the big bucks, and then after that, you get nothing. Yeah, like Van Lemer's getting two two mil, and then like Ryan's like, hey, fifty thousand dollars. Like, <laughs> Which Ryan Dunn's just as good of a pitcher, probably better than Van Lemer. So you're gonna absolute steal. I mean, yeah, but Van Lemer's not gonna self combust. I think Van Lemer's got a couple pitches. Yeah, he's got some off-speed stuff. I guess, but if you're looking for your ace, sure, Van Lemer. If you're looking for a guy to go four or five innings, you got Ryan Dunn. Yeah, I'm looking for my ace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 all, I'm all Tampa Bay Rays, only Cra- four Craig, innings max. Craig Council. <laughs> we, we love Craig Council over here. <laughs> um, I'm just going to mention, I know we want to move on, but I just want to mention one of my favorite scenes in the movie was when he goes to the rich party with with uh, Henley and as soon as he walks in and she, the first couple comes old couple comes up to talk to Henley and him he's like later I'm going to the bar like he like instantly <laughs> he ditched the girl like like instantly it was the first person he just walked down the stairs the first person comes up hey Henley hey later I'm at the bar <laughs> he takes off I was like that's awesome that's, that's styling right there she's gonna have to give up like that lifestyle if she wants to be with Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, she's got to hang out with his dad at the Oasis. <laughs> yep. Freddie Prince Jr. has no plans of going golfing in his life. Just drinking Sam she was, Adams. She was showing she's willing to do the hard work like cut his lawn. She was, she's willing to, to dumb herself down or pour herself out or whatever you want to call it. Just seemed like Jessica Biel was putting in like 99% of the effort in this relationship yes. and Ryan Dunn was putting in one. So she was the hot hottest hardest working <laughs> so, girlfriend you're, you're so she's like every she's, she's like every baseball's you're, guy's you're telling girlfriend or wife that summer catch 2001 is not a feminist like <laughs> iconographic <laughs> film that they're gonna show maybe all right do we have some quotes here i got some user reviews you mean user reviews i do i got uh, this is from bb man dawn it says this movie was like a cut fastball to the kidneys <laughs> test test stamp says young girls will love it green day girl 924 summer catch makes me want to take a crap on my carpet <laughs> and ivanhoe says fat girls rule 
that's the tagline of this movie as well. <laughs> uh, so Terrence, you gave your quote, correct? Yeah, I, I've just been throwing them out. I've been everywhere. throwing kinds of quotes out. You have a quote you want to use? Yeah, I have two specifically. Well, one, I use the Indian rain dance quote all the time uh, in, like, real life. <laughs> but that's not my favorite quote. My favorite is, uh, Pete, I want you to go sit by that garbage and think about what you said. <laughs> okay, I do have a quote for you. My no, favorite. Another line that... Isn't that oh, after he geez. said he wanted to cut his arm off to be in a Special Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. So this is a quote from Ryan done really early in the movie this is my thong i feel alive in my thong i can run in my thong so that that was my <laughs> so this is the actual tagline for the movie baseball's a sport loves the game for freddie prince jr and jessica beale <laughs> damn straight <laughs> so what are we doing next week next week we have the 1972 comedy sci-fi the thing with two heads Doctors are forced to transplant the head of a dying racist surgeon onto the body of a black death row inmate. Nice. Is this on anything that we know that it's on at all yet? Um, if you didn't look, no big deal. People I did not Google look it. that up yet, but it's called The Thing with Two Heads, 1972. Check Tubi. <laughs> I'm sure it's on good Tubi. Odds, good odds it's on Tubi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, would anybody make a sequel to this movie or a remake or a prequel? Um... Summer Catch Part Two, the Major League, the ma- you know, now it's all following him in the majors. Um, I I think it's more like, um, you know, we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's like Summer Catch and the Replacements, <laughs> all these other, because um, we got you know Washington Sentinels. We got a full, full full on different league, so you know it's like everything can be be connected somehow. I think that's what I mean. You could do anything. I mean. I, I say we do the part two, but this time we do star Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and all the great guys and really make this a classic of, of the part two. And we'll rate it R too, by the way. <laughs> we need like a hockey. I want that swimming pool scene. One. <laughs> so would you recommend watching this movie drunk high or sober? <clears throat> I tried watching it real drunk and I fell asleep, so I don't know if that's the best way to do it. You might might be good. I just I fell asleep. Maybe I was too drunk. So I actually watched it sober, and I didn't like it one way or the other. So I don't know if I would have liked it better, more high. I'm not sure. Um, I'm gonna say sober and keep the sharp weapons away from yourself. Yeah, I definitely watched it sober. I don't think um, getting baked and then watching this is gonna add anything. No, <laughs> <laughs> no philosoph- uh, no. philosophical. Uh... I don't think anyone's gonna be like, "Wow, <laughs> Jessica Peel, great point." <laughs> Anybody else have any final comments about this movie? Not about the movie. I just want to mention to everybody, um, if you have suggestions for movies or you want to, um, any comments about our podcast, go to um, Barely Watchable Podcast on Facebook. Or also you can email us any comments or suggestions at barelywatchablepodcast at yahoo.com. All right. Thanks Peace for, out. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks, Terrence. Thanks yeah. for coming, Terrence. We'll be, you'll be back for... Um, She's all that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. We're going to do, I feel like you're just going to come in strictly. <laughs> any any Freddie Prince Jr. Matthew Lillard content, I'm your guy. <laughs> all right. Maybe we'll do an entire season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and just me and you. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Endless possibilities with Terrence. All see right. you later, everybody.
Para, 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 para